0: Welcome to the Public Service Reform podcast series from the Centre for Market and Public Organisation. I'm Saskia Walcott and today I'm talking with Anna Vignoles um, about her paper entitled Parents' Skill and Children's Cognitive and Non-Cognitive Outcomes. Um, Hello Anna, Um, could you tell me um, a bit about your paper and the issue that it's addressing?
1: Yes, certainly. Uh, We've known for some time that There's a relationship between parents' ability, if you want to call it that, parents' IQ, and the um, ability of their children, Uh, and that's well established in the literature. But what we were interested in is whether or not the, the skills that the parent has when they raise their children in terms of their literacy and their numeracy, whether that in itself might have an impact on their child's outcomes. So we're looking at the skills of the parent around the time that they have their children And then trying to relate those skills to what the children do in terms of cognitive and non-cognitive tests in early
0: childhood. Okay, so the paper is looking at parents who have very good numeracy and literacy skills and their children. One might assume that the two are connected; that intelligent parents would have intelligent children. So. Why Why is this particularly important? Okay, so we are trying to separate two things,
1: actually. We're trying to say uh, we know that more intelligent parents end up with, if you'd like to describe it this way, more intelligent children. Uh, we have an early measure of the um, the parent's IQ, um, and we know that that will predict, indeed, what the children do at um, age three to six, which is the period that we're looking in. But what we would also like to know is say, okay, well, given a parent's IQ there's still a lot of difference in terms of their actual skill, their numeracy and their literacy, um, around the time that they have their children. And what is that likely to do in terms of helping or hindering their children develop? And so one example you might think of is that regardless of your ability, your actual skill in adulthood will depend, for example, on your employment history, how much you've used your maths, etc. And so when it comes to raising your children, it is an interesting question to ask, will those skills impact on the children themselves. There's another reason why we want to look at this, and that is because we need to target children who are at risk of all cognitive and non-cognitive development. This is something that we as as a society need to do. It's fine to know that high IQ parents have high IQ children. It's not very helpful in policy terms. So our paper does shed some light on whether or not you could identify adults with problems in literacy and numeracy and then target their children for additional support. And were you able to do that? Did you? What did your paper find? So what we found is, as you suspected, yes, there's this strong relationship between the IQ of the parent and how well the child does in early uh, childhood. But on top of that, there is also an additional effect or an additional association between the parent's skill levels and the child's. And we can deduce from that that targeting parents who have particularly poor literacy and numeracy would be useful to pick up those kids who are at risk of poor cognitive and non-cognitive development. Our analysis is not necessarily causal, so we can't say specifically that, you know, if you had um, a literacy program that it would definitely cause the children of those who received the programme to be doing better in school but we can say that if you targeted parents with these problems you are likely to
0: pick up the children who are themselves going to have problems down the line. And how, is it, how easy is it to identify the parents with these problems and therefore their children?
1: so we 've known for some time in the UK that about one in five adults have severe literacy problems um, and as many as two in five have significant numeracy difficulties. Um, so we have reasonably good data on um, you know the numbers of adults with these problems of course it 's tricky working out how to solve the problem of poor literacy and numeracy we 've spent many decades of education policy trying to improve. The literacy and numeracy of children that are emerging from our education system and one you know purpose of this paper is also to remind people not to forget that our adult population has already left school so interventions at school are not going to help them and we know that the existing adult population has a problem with literacy and numeracy and we mustn't forget that.
0: And do these problems with literacy and numeracy just impact impact on cognitive skills, or do they have an impact on non-cognitive skills as well?
1: So this was very interesting. Um, we had measures of the parents' cognitive and non-cognitive skills in childhood, if you can think about that. So you're taking into account not only the parents' IQ, but also whether they themselves had problems in childhood with behaviour and emotional difficulties. And unsurprisingly, if the parent had problems in emotional behavioural areas, their children were more likely to have those problems. But again, in addition to that, parents who had particularly poor skills in literacy and numeracy tended to have children who had uh, more severe behavioural and emotional problems. So we did find this relationship between adult literacy and numeracy and their children's non-cognitive outcomes.
0: Could you summarise what you think the policy implications are now for, in terms of your your findings how do they how do they impact on policy so
1: our motivation for looking at this subject was partly to convince ourselves that there may be second generation effects from poor literacy and numeracy but our evidence is not causal to get a causal evidence what we really really need to do in this country is to evaluate basic skills interventions properly we need to have interventions that improve the basic skills of adults literacy and then numeracy we need to test the adults before they have the intervention test them afterwards and we now know that we need to be thinking about measuring what happens to their children as a result of the intervention that they get in terms of literacy and numeracy so this paper if you like is a first stage plea to undertaking better evaluation Um, so that we can get the full benefit or estimate the full benefit of literacy and numeracy interventions.
0: Thank you, Anna.